Alrighty-ho, everyone, and welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 16. How's everyone doing tonight? It is I, your Bone King, joined with me, as always, Captain Dude. Captain Dude? Alright, it's Adrian, the masterful dude of doodliness. The face <laughs> that runs the place, the host with the most, and Captain Dude. So I was just thinking, like, <laughs> I decided to streamline it. What do you think? There's no captain in any of my nicknames. It's because on my Facebook messages, you're Captain Whisker. So I oh. guess I subconsciously threw that in there. And you're Jill Sunderland. Yes. Although, see, your pun <laughs> doesn't exactly... It, it's two characters fused. And that always was like, so wait, I'm Jill and James? Yeah, it's your two favorite characters from your two favorite series. I, now you got me thinking, like, is Jill my favorite Resident Evil character because I love her to death but Leon is up there so we just made the Resident Evil tier list Liz Liz responds and asks me what the fuck is Umbrella Corps <laughs> <laughs> and we should even just do a fucking tier list right now of fucking Resident Evil characters because that's essentially what we're doing right now Bar anyway. Barry's S <laughs> Barry is total S++ super smoking sexy style it's exactly uh, what Barry is. Uh, so we got some news. W wait, hold on, really quick. Uh, it's actually a really, it's supposed to be a special episode. I just want to pre preface what we're going to be talking about. Oh, okay. Because mm -hmm. this is the, the podcast that'll be on Halloween. Oh, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween, guys. Yeah. George <laughs> has a problem with me saying Halloween. You hear it too, right? Like, I'm not the only one who's hearing it, right? Say it again. Halloween. No, now, now you're actually, you're trying to change it now, now that you're Halloween. putting on the spot. Ha Halloween. It, doesn't it sound like he's saying Halloween? Like the Halloween? But but it's not Halloween. He's Halloween. Halloween. All right. You know what? We could be here for 60 hours like we were on our tier lists. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but George I and I almost say. had a fist fight over a tier list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I, the thing is, I can't see him make the next one. I feel like it'll be better when he just surprises me on the show. But anyway, this is the Spooky Podcast. Hey, happy Halloween. Now let's just keep continuing. <laughs> uh, so with some news, uh, let's talk about the fact that Arrow finally wrapped on the Crisis crossover that's okay. going on at CW. Uh, Stephen Amell uh, was caught, you know, there was a picture like behind the scenes or whatever of him hugging uh, the Flash actor, Grant Gustin. And these guys have shared, you know, the screen somewhat for like seven years. Oh, yeah. And uh, how, that's how long the show has been going on for? Arrow's been going on for seven. Flash, uh, I think is five. So. Dang. Yeah, I think I think six six years is a good estimate. I'm kind of happy about that, you know, because it's weird. If, if I may, um, when I because my boyfriend actually watches these shows, right? He's really into the the sort of cape stuff that's on TV, like. And I watch it with them, and in the beginning, I was like, "Wow, this is really written awkwardly." I'm not a big fan of the pacing and a lot of things that was going on. But it's cringy at times. But yeah. they've gotten progressively better in a lot of areas, which I feel like is a good thing. And it it makes me feel like that kids nowadays, when I used to grow up watching shit like Teen Titans and fucking Justice League and Batman and stuff, they'll be watching these. Like, yeah. just live-action versions. They're not at same tone, obviously, but... Or quality. 
But it's not exactly. But it's not the the cartoon stuff that is now, where it's more softer than it would be. I guess you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just interesting, right? So I'm happy. I'm happy that Arrow did a good job. Uh, but yeah, you know, hats off to Arrow. It's uh, started this whole little universe on CW, and we'll see what Stephen Amell does in the future. He's doing a movie which is kind of like a gritty crime movie, but with superheroes. Ooh. Or superpowers, actually. And he's going to do a wrestling show called Heels on Stars. A gritty superhero movie, though. Doesn't that sound like a certain Watchmen? <laughs> That's a radio tease. <laughs> <laughs> That's a foreshadow right down in your journals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it wasn't even original by the way he did it. I, I, got a, <laughs> I got a quick little topic I'll throw in here real quick. If All I, right. I'll, I'll get the, the news torch if, if I may. The hat. The the news hat? All right. The, with the little press thing sticking yeah, out? Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Ah, <laughs> tell us, boss. All right. Here, see? We got Nintendo, right? See? <laughs> okay. So Nintendo, right? See? Uh, they're putting out the Resident Evil triple pack, which pretty much, I guess, Capcom just has it in like a zip file. And they just send it <laughs> to all these fucking, you know, uh, publishers and shit. And they're just like, here you go. Please just give us money. We have these already prepackaged. Everyone hates them. Yeah, let's sell just them somehow. Port again. Port again. Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6. But Nintendo, being actually Nintendo, smart move on Nintendo, decided, you know what? We got to have a little extra something. It can't just be a port. What, do you, what can you do for us, Capcom, for us to release this game? Uh, gyro controls? So we're, we're back in 2007 with the Wii. Well, I mean, the Switch is, like, built for that, right? Yeah, so, I mean, the Joy-Cons, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, George, I think you were one of the people that were telling me that Resident Evil 4's port of the Wii was the best because of the motion aiming. Uh, no, I didn't say that one was the best. I know everyone actually says that. That is the popular opinion, that the Wii version's the best because of the free aiming. I think the GameCube version is really fun but it doesn't have all the modes mm. so it's like for me it's ps2 or nothing I, ps3 i feel like is the best one yeah but ps3 isn't that a port of the ps2 one right but then it's put on hd and um, it's basically just a better version of the ps2 sorry one. <laughs> i thought we were talking about in that generation no, but no, yes i so stand right. corrected yes <laughs> for me right, it's though. also the ps3 but i'll i can't buy resident evil 4 ever again but, you know, I say that now, <laughs> but just wait, man. I'm so close to buying it for the PS4, and the only reason why I haven't is because I keep hearing that the, the aiming is messed up. Mm. Like, it kind of fidgets and changes a little bit or whatever. So Leon's shoulder, like, shakes a bit? Yeah, he, he kind of, like, gets a little bit shaky, like he's nervous. So I don't know, I don't know. That's why I haven't gotten it. But anyway, yeah, Nintendo. Uh, two last bits of news. Let me get that cap. Uh, Game of Thrones pilot got canceled today. This is on the heels of the news that uh, the the creators of the show D and D, uh, David Benioff and D B Weiss, they uh, they walked away from Star Wars, and <laughs> they were just working with Netflix. And uh, apparently, according to Variety, uh, Netflix told them it, it's either us or Star Wars. Who you're gonna work with? And they said, all right, we'll work uh, with you, Netflix. And the Game of Thrones pilot was a prequel. 
So do with that what you will. I'm glad. I'd rather we never get Game of Thrones again. <laughs> and Sony <laughs> has trademarked PlayStation 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10. I mean, I... <sighs> Was anyone going to steal it in front of them? Can you do that? Can you just, can, can what, can Soldier Boy come out with a console, a PlayStation, like, you know, eight or nine before Sony You can? say that, but remember, Fallout First, some fan took it before Bethesda made that web domain. But and that was for Fallout, a website. Fuck you. Right, but that was like for a website instead of a console. You know what I mean? I mean, it's very possible. Could you imagine how troll xbox would be if they were like this is the xbox playstation what <laughs> this <laughs> our new innovation stealing it from sony <laughs> the people they pay in the audience to clap they're all cheering and shit fuck e3 i, <laughs> I, I really i honestly hope that they, like everyone just follows Nintendo's trend and they just put out like Willy Wonka esque sneak peeks into their factories online. Actually, and that's just it. <laughs> like my favorite one still is that direct with Reggie where he was just like, "If the game's not fun, why play? And <laughs> why? if you're having fun, then play the game." All right. Thanks, Reggie, for telling me what to do with a fucking game. <laughs> but but apparently that's not common knowledge in the gaming industry, so I don't know. I don't fucking know. E either way, uh, I have one more bit of news before we move on, if that's all right. Sure. It's something that, that I thought I'd be okay. I'll throw on. Give, give me the cap. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so fucking Resident Evil, right? Everyone played the Resident Evil 2 remake? The yeah. actress that played Claire... Okay, but like voice actress? Oh, or? yes. She is the voice actress. Yes, oh. I had to clarify this. Because if it was just the, you know, motion, uh, you know, motion control, that's not what it is. Motion, motion capture. Motion capture. <clears throat> motion capture, then they would already have it. But no, no, no. The voice actress of mm -hmm. Claire in Resident Evil 2 Remake, she says she's like really down to do Code Veronica. Oh, okay, okay. So, I mean, like, it's... The thing with, like, I kind of want to promote this, this idea of getting excited for voice actors to appear in roles. Because, honestly, companies kind of take them for fucking granted. Says a fan of Guy Seahe. Look, man, it happens to more people than even just Guy Seahe. It's fucking crazy. And they just kind of like, oh, no, it's okay. We'll just change the voice. It's not a big deal. No one will notice. How many voices has like Chris had or Jill or 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 Sonic? <laughs> like it's it's Hey, I, Sonic's new design. You want to know my 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 fucking conspiracy theory on that? What? All those sneak pictures, all those sneak little like little images that are like, "Oh, this is the new design, hidden, sneak peek, all planned, 100%." The, All right. The, Sega think, put that out so that they can curve it out. They're like, oh, it looks way better, right? And everyone's already hopping on the narrative. There are fucking headlines that say, uh, look at Sony's new leaked design, an obvious update from previous design. It's like, why are you trying to, like, change my opinion before I fucking see it? Like, uh, well, that's what news does. Mm, that happened when it first came out. Anyway, that's all the news we got. Alright, uh, but it is spooky time, so I think we should have a question. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, you want to start with the big one, or you want to start with the small one? It's up it's, to you. I like the big one. Give me the meat. Okay, so, uh, 
You have okay. Hopefully, you have this list ready because I I didn't even fucking have this ready. So basically, you know how at the end of the year you do like uh, oh you know best movies at the of fucking twenty nineteen, right? And yeah, like, we have the freakies that's gonna happen uh, next year. There you go. <laughs> exactly that. It's well, the one award show that you freaks get to vote on. Okay, vote now on your phones. No, not now. Vote right now. <laughs> the but, year isn't over yet. There's still shit coming out. But I, I wanted to do one of these, like, you know, competitions or whatever. Um, but You wanted to do a tier list. Don't lie. Yes, they all have to be tier lists. <laughs> Don't judge me, okay? They're therapeutic. Um, but no, I want to know your biggest horror letdowns this year. Not the best, but the one that you were excited for. Because, like, not the best, not the worst. But the one that you were excited for and was the most let down, because I have one really in mind. Okay, but like, are you asking me or the audience? Um, you and then the audience at the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> so for me, uh, I've only unfortunately uh, seen two horror movies in theaters this year. Oh, whoa. Um, unfortunately, I'm actually a really big fan of the Conjuring verse. Mm. Uh, I was really hyped for The Curse of La Llorona, mm. but it is one of the poorest written, poorly acted, uh, not enough scares, completely destroying the lore of La Llorona herself, mm. which, George, you're Latin, I'm Latin, we all kind of know that La Llorona I is am? basically uh, <laughs> like the Hispanic boogeyman, uh-huh. but they fucking ruin her, bud. And I, I really fucking hated it. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Hollywood didn't faithfully adapt something? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, before the movie, everybody was, like, kind of going in, is it a Conjuring verse movie? It is, but, like, it's connected to the worst Conjuring movie, which is Annabelle. So it's like... Wait, La Llorona oh. is connected to the Conjuring verse? Yep. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I could spoil. I mean, uh, skip ahead just one minute at this post right here. Go ahead. Basically, there's a character in Annabelle, which is the priest who tries to stop the, the doll from doing anything. And he takes the doll to his church, which the doll literally ejects him out of the church and causes him... <laughs> Uh, a bunch of injuries because the demon that's in the doll is super pissed, doesn't like churches. Not ripping off exorcist at all. That uh, priest shows up in La Llorona because it's set in the same city and time. Oh, no. But there's no uh, warrants. The Conjuring cinematic universe. It's legit. There's a legit cinematic universe for The Conjuring. The priest comes uh, out at the end of the movie, at the end of the credits. I'd like you to join the <laughs> Avengers Initiative. The Conjuring Initiative. Ghostbusters. <laughs> I don't know. And they all have to battle the Ghostbusters. This is exactly where we're going to go. But uh, so that is that's your choice, though? La Llorona? Yeah. Yeah, because I actually really enjoyed Annabelle Comes Home. I thought it was really fun and entertaining and pretty decently scary. It's stupid as well, but not as stupid as La Llorona thinks your audience are. Mm. Is Okay, okay. Well, if it's okay, I'm going to have to pass a little bit of judgment on you. You ready? Oh. Okay, so watching only two horror movies this year, that's unforgivable. In the theaters. So I I also 
only saw two movies <laughs> in the theaters. Oh shit! Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I, when you were going through the list, I'm like, <clears throat> oh shit! I saw like none of these in theater. Yeah, like there's some that I missed. I really wanted to see The Dead Don't Die, directed mm-hmm. by Jim Jarmusch. It's got a great cast. I wanted to see Little Monsters, which has Lupita Nyong'o. I hope mm-hmm. I'm pronouncing that right from uh, from mm-hmm. Black Panther, and it's her dealing with like little kid zombies. I love that what? that idea. Oh. And the movie has a great title, which is Little Monsters. And then there's like comedy horrors, like Satanic Panic and stuff that I, are I really interesting. I thought they all were freaking comedy horrors from how you were describing them. Actually, yeah. Everyone I just said was a comedy horror. Well, mm. I kind of have to see the Child's Play remake, don't I? Because mm. we have to see how good it is. Yeah, And then there's like shit like Brightburn that I completely missed out on and Crawl. Uh, oh yeah, I, crawl. I, I heard Ma was good, but unfortunately, it, it I missed it as well. <laughs> so, what were the two movies <laughs> that you watched, sir? Uh, okay, um, the two movies I watched are the biggest horror letdown. Let's see. First, give me the other horror movie that's not your letdown, okay. and then go into the letdown. Okay, good. I was like, what order should I approach this? All right, so. Um, <clears throat> The other movie I saw was Midsommar. Oh, I've heard good things. That's another one I should watch. Yes. Okay. So I was a real, I was, I am a really big fan of Hereditary. I think that movie is very, very well done. Uh, it definitely builds a great atmosphere and really sticks with you. Very good. Um, then this movie came out, Midsommar, and it's, the same director, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the same director. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. That's what I meant to... That that was my correlation. I did not describe <laughs> But no, um, so it's the same director. So I was really anticipating it. And it wasn't bad. And that's why it's not my most disappointing movie or anything. It was just like... I. Did it live up to your expectations at least? No, because I thought something else would happen. Ah, you were let down by uh, subversion. I was let down by like, okay, cool. I understand that. Now, how are you going to expand on it? Oh, okay. You're not. Okay, cool. The, uh, <laughs> the director in question is Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Yeah, he's great. He's amazing. He's a, he or she? He. Okay. I don't think I, I might be. She? Ari? I'll look now. I'm like, hold on. I don't want to sound crazy. I'll correct myself. But either way, no, I, I'm a really big fan of the movies and, um, it's not that Midsommar is bad, and I'm avoiding saying anything about it. Okay. Um, I'm avoiding saying anything specific about it, because it is worth watching. Like, please do watch it. Um, it's just, like, my one thing that I will say to you, Adrian, mm-hmm. as a fellow Resident Evil hardcore fan or whatever. Um, did you like Resident Evil 4? <laughs> yeah, but Resident Evil, I mean, somewhat, but... That's that's all I got to say about Midsommar to you. <laughs> that, that's it. I'm so fucking confused. Okay. I'm, I mean, I wonder if people who have seen Midsommar even know what I'm talking about. But the idea of blank at- attacking blank. I don't know. Like that, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to go into more. Just definitely. It has some interesting themes. It's just. All right. As long, as, long as the main person of the of the movie has a kick-ass jacket and is doing their own <laughs> stunts 
then yeah, I guess oh. I'll like it. Oh, there's a badass jacket at the end of the movie. <laughs> it's made of flowers. That's badass. It's fucking badass. Fuck yeah. Give me some carnations, The bro. pouty face flower child. Oh, fuck yeah. You give need me to some see this sun- movie. Give me some sunflowers, bud. Okay, now now I'm going to go into my biggest horror letdown. Just, well, just dive into here. Well, give your balls a tug, tit fucker. Right, Pit, so. Pitter patter, let's get at her. <laughs> 50 bucks, little man? Put that shit in my hand? Oh, I was referencing Letterkenny. I know, but I decided to do James Hannah Bob because delivery That's was a fucking so- movie I missed out on because it was in theaters one day. Yeah, when they usually re like reput reput redistribute movies in theaters, it's only there for like a no day. no 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 the new one the Jay and Silent Bob reboot the latest movie in that universe. Oh shit, I didn't even Kevin know there Smith was made. one. Yeah, he, it's Jay and Silent Bob reboot. It came out in theaters for one day, and that was it. <laughs> Brutal. God damn, Kev. Okay, right, hold on, wait, wait, hold on. I'm still going. Hold on. Um, so so I I really liked Get Out, right? Oh, okay. I haven't seen Get Out. It was a good movie. I I actually was like, okay, it's kind of, I get the premise. I wonder what it'll do with it. And it did a lot with it. It did a great job. So I was really excited for that director's next film, Us. Oh, uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, yes. Oh, okay, so the premise... <laughs> oh my god, I just slapped my table. The premise is that there is That's a, how angry he is. Uh, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Not to mention the trailer had amazing music, by the way. I love that orchestral version of I've Got Five on it. It's it's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. It's haunting. It's very haunting and beautiful. But either way, it's about a family um, taking a vacation and then they run into a doppelganger family of theirs. Already, I'm interested in this premise. That's it. Like, just, just run with this premise like you did get out. Just run with it. Maybe add a little bit more. But just like, you know do a lot like you did but they went way way too far way too far with was like, it a bridge too far maybe that's making... a that's a really old movie sorry oh i just like i have no idea what reference you're making but i'm just gonna roll along with it <laughs> but no like so this movie just had to kind of run with the whole doppelganger family premise but then it goes into so much more unnecessary detail than I could ever Should ask for. Should I watch it? Yes, because the cinematography is really good. And, like, I really like Jordan Peele's... Um, like, directing? D- yes, his directing and, like... The, the way he, he puts metaphors in certain things and very, very um, detailed, like, um, design decisions that are meant to reflect on something or represent something. It's, like, very sh- light shades of Lynch. You know what I mean? Right. And I kind of dig that. It's really good. And he uses color really well. The lighting always has, like, either a nice like, red or green or something. A lot of shit happens very bright, like, in a sunny kind of environment. So it's very cool. Just, what are you doing with all this plot detail? It ruined the whole movie for me. And it just focused too much on that. And that is why it is my biggest horror letdown of the year. Damn. But I also just realized when you said it's very sunny, mm. Midsommar is also very sunny. Yes. Oh so my you gosh. watched two horror movies that were very sunny. Yeah, this was like the year of sunny horror. Which is good. I think that... I'm, I think uh, horror... Doesn't always have to be at night. 100%. This is a very good way to shake it up. Uh, you know what? I also dyed my hair blonde. 
Yeah, Wesker. This month. Yes, for my Wesker outfit. Oh, yeah, this is the Halloween episode. Maybe we should say what our Halloween costumes are. Uh, yeah, George doesn't know what I am. I'm a wrestler. Oh, you mean in real died. life? Oh, well, not in real life? Uh, <laughs> I'm doing Rowdy Roddy Piper. Woo! It just gives me a chance to wear a kilt. Yeah, uh, and he's telling me, like, yeah, I'm going to do the whole thing, you know? Like, screw underwear. And I'm like, you're just going to gonna go to work. Yeah. In the ca- Yeah, I'm going to do that. You're going to get a fucking written up for sexual harassment. You got to wear fucking underwear. They're not going to let you go around wearing a legit kilt with no underwear around at work. Come on. So you're saying it's not a good move. <laughs> I say follow your heart. But if your heart leads you into jail, it's probably not a good move. <laughs> But either way, um, I think it's a very good costume idea. I'm all about balls hanging freely. If any, if, if you ever visit my stream, it's all about balls <laughs> hanging freely. So don't worry about it. Uh, and you're going to do Captain Wesker, but like which Wesker? So I... I Are am, we talking trench coat Wesker from 5? No, no, no. So there's some pictures floating online of the my outfit on the fan freaks. I am RE1 Wesker. Classic. So, uh, A, it's way easier to do. And B, uh, I don't know. It, it's I'd it's imagine my it's, favorite. I'd imagine it's less sweaty. Yeah, no. In South time. Florida. Less kinky as well with the intense leather that he wears in 5. But in the first game, like, he's very campy and silly. And I kind of, um, I don't know, I enjoy that Wesker more because it wasn't as whored out <laughs> as RE5's model of Wesker. Wesker, you're pitiful. <laughs> and you're gay. <laughs> what? Uh, Don't tell Jill. Please stop laughing. I worked so hard. <laughs> that uh, uh, that video is amazing. Please look that up. RE parody, whatever the hell. We should probably <laughs> find the name of that. Anyway, um, yes, I'm Wesker from RE1. And um, I actually decided, because I, you cannot find a blonde wig, by the way. Like a short blonde, a short hair blonde wig. You cannot find one. Yeah, I... I'd imagine wigs are actually pretty difficult. Like an exact wig of something. Is, uh, yeah, but because every every wig is always like to the nine, to like an extreme. Right, and everyone kept telling me like, okay, buy buy a, lo- a longer hair wig and then just cut it, and then then you'll have the Wesker wear hair. Uh, wear that Wesker hair then, and I'm like, okay, but every single time I kind of comb it, it, it I can see the scalp, so obviously it's not working. So I said, fuck it, I have the hair. I've never dyed my hair like this before, so fuck it. You know, let's just do it. So the one time I ever dyed my hair before was a darker shade of brown because my mom wouldn't let me have any other color back in middle school. Mm -hmm. But now I'm a fucking adult, so like, (laughs) let's just go blonde. Suck it, it. mom. (laughs) I'm gonna be Wesker. I'm an adult, mom. Wesker life forever. It's not a phase. It's not a phase, mom. You cannot stop Ouroboros. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, the outfit's awesome. And actually, bless you. I also, Sorry about that. I also really like um, having blonde hair. It's just kind of fun because whenever I wear sunglasses, I'm just Wesker all of a sudden. Yeah, just in any... He 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 came to the door in sunglasses, but like in uh, mm-hmm. in uh, in a bathrobe. 
and just yes. like, hello, Chris. Holding my Chardonnay. <laughs> Chris, I'm glad you waited. I needed to get comfortable. I made you some fava beans. I was hoping you could help me with some testing later. <laughs> Birkin kept fucking it up. God, you do that so well. It, it, you know that it only it only sounds good when it's into a microphone, which is the sad part. Because you kind of have to make out with the microphone. A little ASMR for you. There, it, you have to ASMR for Wesker, because otherwise it sounds kind of weird. I don't know. It's, I sound like an anime character. So, so we talked about what we're wearing, but I need to ask... So, uh, well, audience, what are you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> but do you have any Halloween traditions? Yes. Uh, me, right now, or the audience? Yes. Okay, me, Halloween traditions, I watch, oh my god, yes, I watch Halloween 1 and 2. That's always a, a very good standby, because I, I always try to do a horror movie marathon, and I've been able to do it for like 3 or 4 years, but uh, over the course of like 10 years, it's only happened so often. So I can't say it's a ritual for sure, but I always watch Halloween 1, okay, every freaking year. So you watch the original Halloween yes. on Halloween. Okay. Yes, OG Halloween. That's it? That's the end of your traditions? Do you uh, trick or treat? I put Do up you drink? I, I, I mean, I put up indoor decorations. Do you, do you like party? Do you dance? I don't party. I do dance. But do you make a little like, love? Only like no one's watching. Do you um, get down tonight? <laughs> You're such an idiot. Do you, do you wake the dead? I, I also... Oh, here's the tradition. I also make a playlist every year. Of songs that I feel like are, are October slash horror-esque. Oh yeah, you showed me a little bit of it with that boss-ass Friday the 13th. Correct. Uh, uh, alternate theme, I think, yes. in the third one? Yes, absolutely. So yeah. if you want to uh, have a nice Halloween jam, whatever, you hit me, hit up my Spotify page. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you can, can find ever... it under Bone King. <laughs> I, I don't even know if it is. Honestly, like the Spotify pages are so fucking hard to find. It's not even worth it. But anyway, um, how about you, Adrian? Any traditions so far? Um, I actually uh, hold Halloween to a really high standard. <laughs> uh, so this is a, a long-winded story. Um, once when I was a boy. No. <laughs> it all started when I was but a child. So years ago, and I'm talking maybe five or six uh, me and a group of friends, we all decided, let's go down to Cocoa Walk and let's just bar hop. Because we didn't have anything to do. We were young. We mm. had money. And we were not a lot of money, but we had like some money and we didn't have to pay rent yet. So we mm. were just like, all right, let's go bar hop. Let's see what to do. And I met this guy there. His name is Brian Sippen. Okay. Who, and This is getting interesting. We met up with his friends and then it just became like, oh, we just grouped up together. It wasn't even like it was just spur of the moment we met. It was friendship immediately, you know, mm -hmm. and we were just like, all right, let's just keep chilling for the rest of the night. So we bar hopped and then we ended up at Flanagan's and then we exchanged numbers and Facebooks and all that. And then every year, Brian Sippen and I always chill on halloween no oh. we 
we almost don't chill because he's very busy. I'm very busy. Mm-hmm. We have very difficult uh, schedules. But Halloween is that we day. have to. It became like this thing where you have to. So oh, CJ, if you're out there, my heart's with you, man. He moved away. We used to do the exact same thing. Oh fuck, man! I'm yeah, sorry. It happens. But uh, but yeah, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Is what I'm saying. I I think it's it started with me and Brian like <clears throat> six years ago. And what's CJ's my Halloween boyfriend. <laughs> but the funny thing about Brian is, and I've mentioned him on the show. I've had him on on the podcast. Uh, is that he's uh from Attic Door Media. He was the guy who helped create uh the comic book that we've been helping ah, you yes. know, disaster promote. report disaster report we've been helping it uh promote but yes. the thing with sipping and i think you'll like this is that he's l- my good doppelganger okay. or i'm his doppelganger because he's technically older so he's first i'm his copy okay this this <laughs> is lore we made the first night uh <laughs> night of day so one. he and i are both failed movie directors he and I uh, are both a bit overweight and very hairy. <clears throat> and, okay. Uh, he and I uh, pluses. Yes. What? What? <laughs> uh, he and I have like really strict opinions on Back to the Future and Fallout. Oh my so, god! Yeah, it's like we should bring him on the show again. Yes, I really <laughs> want him back on the show. Yeah, I I fucking love sipping. Like that's a dude. I I barely know. I've hung out with him less than maybe ten times. Mm. Of those ten times, nine of them, or six of them are fucking Halloween. But you guys watch Halloween? No, we just well, we watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, that's a good one. And we sing and dance, and then we go out. We'll or we'll save money and chill at home, and just drink at home and nice, and maybe just you know talk. About oh, what have you seen? What have you watched? What do you hate? What do you like? Rewatch Rocky Horror Picture Show a few times. <laughs> yeah, like it just plays in the background. Like we just listen to the songs. But you said that you do watch Halloween though. Like or, or... I do, but in the morning. In the okay, all right. Like I... that's the first thing I do when I wake up. Like I don't watch Halloween on the day of Halloween every I... year. No, that I do it on the day of. That's my. That's what I have my, oh, my breakfast. Oh, because, like, I can't... I, I try. I mean, I watch it at least once during the month. And I wanted to bring it up only because I, I wanted to interject with this real quick. I saw Halloween 2 in a hospital. Oh, that's fucking... Which was super fun. I was in the waiting room, and they were playing it on the TV. And it's just kind of surreal to see a hospital, like, in depth like that in the movie, and then be in a hospital. It was really cool. But anyway, um, I think we should totally get some refills and let the audience take a quick breather. What do you think? Okay. Because uh, I got to put up some protection wards. The spirits are really pounding at me Ooh, here. Ooh, pounding at you. Yeah, man. That's why you got to fucking Get a exorcist. room. Hire an exorcist. They are trained for pounding. <laughs> no? Okay, bye. <laughs> Hello everyone, this is Bone King, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks Podcast, hosted proudly on the Fan Freaks Facebook group. That's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S, Fan Freaks. Welcome back, everyone. I just wanted to let you all know that I'm actually scared of my gun. Well, it's their toy gun. Yeah, I'm scared of my toy gun. Do I have have to reiterate? It's not going to come alive. Do I have to explain? 
Sign. Sure. Okay, I will. So, <laughs> what story is this? Did you have a ventriloquist doll that was a gun, and you pulled a gun on the gun? What gun hurt me? No. Make um, your move. Is that what happened? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't have that intense standoff. The the classic uh, uh, dude standoff. I did not have that. But um, it's the called a Mexican standoff. No, you as as being in fear. No, that's all you. <laughs> Yes. But but my gun, this is the reason why I say gun, my toy gun, my um, BB gun that I use for my Wesker outfit. It's the only gun that I feel like looks somewhat like something he'd use. Because it's like, it's clear, sure. But if you could imagine the clear was silver, it'd be like yeah. one of his guns. Uh, maybe not the Samurai Edge exactly, but it looks more like the Samurai Edge than any other gun I have. But it's a BB gun. And this freaking BB gun, every single time... Every single time I think it's empty, there's always one last BB or lost BB that's just in there. So you know what? I have to double, triple, quadruple check each time I fuck with it. Because I just don't want that BB going my eye or through my monitor or through anyone else. <laughs> I like uh, the order of, of concern there. <laughs> I don't yes. want it hurting me or... Going through anything or anyone else. Me, my equipment, or some other godforsaken thing out there in the wild. Uh, but welcome back, everyone. Uh, I hate to it? be like a gun nerd, but you're correct that it's the most looking like a Samurai Edge. Because the Samurai Edge is based on the Breda M92FS. And that BB gun is modeled after the Breda M92FS. Oh, Barry! But wait, what are you doing here? I thought you were checking out the dining room. What on earth are you doing here? All right. Really? Really? I go through all the effort of perfectly, perfectly replicating Jill's accent and, and voice yeah, for that Yeah, but, line. like, I, I just gave a fancy, nice little uh, gun fact. And, and I praised you. I called you Barry. Oh. Well, I thought I've, you'd like that. Well, I've got this. Let's go. Well, I'm scared now. <laughs> anyway, um, so we talked about some of the biggest horror letdowns that we had um, this year. Mm -hmm. uh, just uh, the biggest ones. So I, I, just to sort of counterbalance that, because we're just not entirely negative, you know what I mean? So that way we could be a little bit more positive on the future. What was your best horror of 2019? Just anything? Well, I mean, from the list that we used... You know oh, so what I mean? The list of two. That that we saw. But I mean, okay. Oh, okay. So this question doesn't work out very well now, does it? Because we both only saw two. Yeah, unless you include like other things like shows and and games, hmm. then yeah, I could I could talk about best horror. Okay. Well, for the rare like because the thing is, I've seen older stuff. I wanted to focus it on this year. But what well, okay, what was the best horror movie? That you saw this year or show? This question sucks now. Yeah. All right. We're going to have to trash it. Sorry, guys. All right. We're, how about this? I want you, because this is an idea I had at the earlier part of the month, and I, I kind of want um, everyone listening to sort of think about it themselves. Like, But I want them to think about what kind of monster would they make that they that they believe would be effectively scary. 
I talked very slowly there, so that way I can illustrate my point. Basically, I want you to design a monster, Adrian, that you feel like would scare the shit out of you. Mm. So it would have to be a kind of demon for me. Like I'm fucking deathly afraid of all that spooky ghost shit. Not really a slasher. (laughs) Okay. But when things go bump in the night, those types of things tends to scare me. And I think if you were to do kind of like the weeping angel from Doctor Who. Oh, nice. And so SCP. Yes. But but obviously make her like interact like talk to you in a very soothing voice and kind of lure you in under Mm -hmm. false pretenses and just when you think that everything's okay oh i'm visited by an angel all of a sudden you're snapping away in the ninth circle of hell yeah see so is it the fact that because with the added part of it being demons and, and that thing being in the ninth circle of hell and stuff that adds the extra fear of like not only do you die Right, but there is like there is a consequence after the horrible death sequence that pretty much lasts forever. Right, because you know if I'm going to die by this creature, we're going by the rules, right? Mm. I had sex, or I ha- I did drugs, or I said I'll be right back, you know. And you know, one we've of the- said that for the podcast mm. whenever we cut to commercial, we'll be right back. You all got and see, you run the risk every single time we cut to commercial. And there she is. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> but my my thing is like, I can make things, but I don't know how to name her. Mm. See, but that's the beauty of horror, though. Like, you don't necessarily have to make it sound. Don't focus on making it sound cool. Focus on how it makes you feel and then run on a variation of that. You know what I mean? Enchantress. Oh, God. Now I'm just imagining the funky dances in fucking Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, fuck. There's so many different enchantresses. Because a great example, as we can't stop sucking Halloween's dick enough, but um, Michael Myers is called The Shape. Right. right. That's Sh- such a great name. Sh- exactly. Shape itself is not scary, but because we know Michael after seeing it, we can totally kind of like get where the name is coming from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then just it just it's a great name, obviously. <laughs> no, I absolutely. So agree. I'm not going to force you to name it now because I don't even have a name for my one. And I was actually just frankly shocked. That oh, you no. Had fuck one it. So Enchanter. 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 Can I okay? Can I level up my weaponry with her? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it costs what, your soul. <laughs> everything costs your soul with her. What the fuck? I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. This one says two souls. Yeah. Well, it's more expensive. <laughs> I don't have two souls. Gee, Bill, your mom let you have two, two souls. <laughs> That's such an old meme. Yeah. Well, whatever. I liked it. All right. Uh, so, what is your monster? I just gave you mine. Right. So I'm glad you asked. Um, so I kind of was asked this, a variation of this question back in um, high school, like early high school, like freshman year. And it was something along the lines of design your own mythology creature. Oh, that's a good question. Right. So, of course, I picked a horror one. Right. Like, I, I don't know. It's me, I guess. So... My thing was very uh, a sort of variation on Legion because um, it, it's like 
you, you obviously okay for people who don't know what legion is it's it's this concept of we are many and it's all as one or a whole bunch it's it's just a ton essentially a hive mind a hive of. mind of of multiple but sometimes it's one that has multiple minds the variation and the way that it's used in a lot of cliches and shit is is varied but um basically it's a variation of that. I'm not going to say what my creature was. I'm just going to go into my monster because I'm not going to, you know, whatever. Right, right, right. So that was high school. But. Right, it was high school. Well, you, you know, what? I'll do both. It'll be quick. Fresh It'll be quick. Basically, there were revenant legions that basically would shape shift into whoever was looking at them. They would shape it, shape shift into something that they, someone that they knew or cared about. So they have to actively fight against something that looks like something they like or know. Like something like um you know how in uh like I guess Silent Hill I guess you know it it Maria. creates things out of your mind and stuff like that but instead of it being like oh it's trying to trick you into thinking it's them it, it doesn't even bother with that it just is trying to kill you Michael Myers style it's just constantly walking at you and it's really a dead corpse right so you can't or, or this is how I imagined it it was either skeletons or corpses. And they're just following you around and you have to either kill it, but they can't die because they're undead, right? So they just keep getting back up. So they either make you go insane or they kill you and then you become one of them. And then it is a whole thing. That was my mythological creature, right? My horror version of that is just one of them. And it kind of works like it follows. But uh, instead of trying to fuck you, <laughs> it's just trying to kill you, I guess. I, I, I really think I'm terrified of this concept of, um, and it's, it's just me personally. I'm scared of being watched. If that makes sense. I hate voyeurism. You hate voyeurism. And I, I and for You're those of a you fucking Twitch streamer, I know you, you hate voyeurism. Isn't that kind of weird, but it, it's, it's no, it's different. It's different. You want to know why? Like, okay. And not to kink shame people who are into voyeurism. That's a whole other thing. It's whatever you're into. I'm not going to judge. But what I will say is that as a Twitch streamer, I could prepare for a stream. I'm putting on my show face. Like right now, I'm sorry, audience. I'm not always this energetic in person. Just it's hard to believe. But like, you know, I'm talking to have fun, obviously. And when I'm half fun, I'm more energetic. But like, if I'm not expecting someone to be looking at me and then I see them, it literally like startles me. You remember those pictures you shat bricks? No. Really? Oh, wow. Some sort of fucking internet origin you are or witness you are. All right. Witness me. <laughs> the, that was the days of the fucking Mad Max internet days. What are you talking about? Where the OG memes were firing my laser and the ice ice baby. Was it the ones where we all thought that Slenderman was real? Yeah, that was back when we actually thought Slenderman was real, 100%. Oh, okay. But okay. no, this, okay. okay, there were these series of pictures called, um, I didn't see it, uh, or no, when I saw it, I shat bricks. Okay. And it was basically in those motivational posters format. It's really weird now that I think about it. But anyway, the picture in the front, it would be like an overarching shot of something, right? Right. And like you just like a lake or something, and there's something or in the a lake. room or or just a picture of two people, and you're like, I don't get it. Until you notice one thing about it, and it's usually an, a, a face looking at you or or some horrible, gross thing. It's it just always is supposed to shock you when you notice it. Mm. Those were always so effective on me. 
It was just like, ah, no, fuck, I don't like that. So the idea of something looking at me and then constantly pursuing me, also, I don't know if you realize, It Follows was very good to me. <laughs> I like that movie. I get it. It was. It, it did scare me on a personal level. I don't know. That idea of like this thing you can't reason with because you can't talk to it. Uh, it's like Michael in that sense. But Michael can be recognized. You could see Michael. You know what I mean? This has the chance of confusing other people. And if you do get it, I mean, you can't stop it, I guess. Because it's just kind of this. I don't want it to be a person. I don't want it to be an alien. I want it to just be this unknown thing that's just never explained. That's what you wanted us to be. Kind I don't I like rules in my horror movies. I, I'm a huge fan of them. You have to follow some rules to survive something. But giving away too many like details about how the rules came to be and who made the rules and what planet were they from and what was their email address and how did they feel about consumerism like you're going too far. Just just, just roll with the premise. Have fun with what you're doing. Establish some rules. Play with some concepts. That's it. Like, and if you want to make a deep story, like Halloween has a lot of deeper themes, but they were basically around the basic concept. Basically around basic. They're around the basic concept of someone trying to kill you, trying to trying to stab you. But there's so much more to it. Like, but they don't go into like, yeah, well, Michael Myers was actually the seventh born of a demon spawn that was originally born on All Hallows Eve with this and that. Like, it's like, wouldn't I mean, that they, ruin it? They did that for Halloween 6, which is a terrible movie. Which ruined it. You know what yeah, I mean? So, like, did. I meant in, just in the concepts of the first one, because honestly, 4, 5, and 6 mesh together. I need to rewatch them. Right. So I have like no idea what happens in them. But um yeah, no, but you know what I mean? I thought that would be an effective killer. All or right. monster, I guess. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. Like a formless, shapeless thing that you don't even know if it's real or not. It and, could just yeah. be your own psyche attacking you. Right. And it leaves it open to just doing a lot of different monster designs. Yeah. You could do a lot with it. Um, anyway, so I feel like that those are two really solid questions. Biggest horror movie letdowns and design a monster. I'll just scribble this best horror movie. I don't know. Fuck. So Yeah, because we did, uh, like two weeks ago, we did our favorite, like, slasher. Right, right. Did we do favorite horror movie of all time? Yeah, but we did that last year. Oh, we did last year? Yeah, that was one of but our But that was questions. under canon fire. And I also said Saw. Before, when I meant Halloween, but we're all going to say Halloween because we're all fucking uncreative bastards. But Actually, I, I was going to say my the one that scared me the most was uh, Exorcist. Oh, okay, cool. No, when Exorcist I, is great. When I was a kid, bro, that scared the shit out of me and my mom didn't let me watch it because she's like, no, no puede traer esto en la casa. <laughs> you can't bring this in the house. It uh, has it energy. Was, it, that and the original 67 Night, uh, Night of the Living Dead, she didn't let me watch either of those. Oh, oh, okay. So you just reminded me, weirdly enough. I don't even know how, but okay. One movie, I was just going to say Halloween really scared me, but one movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, is such a visceral experience. You, like, have, a, you have a problem with people getting hit in film. I, I, 
I don't, it's not even just getting hit, but just how matter of fact it's filmed. Does that make sense? Yeah, where it's like, it's so raw. It's not glorified at all. It's just kind of, it is glorified, like, okay, there's a camera angle, but it's not like modern horror where it's all gushing special effect, you know, festive stuff. It's just like, bop, he's dead, he slumps over, that's it. That's what it would yeah, just didn't be. He, didn't like, Leatherface like bonk on somebody with a with a meat hammer? Yes, and then that's that's the scene I'm particularly talking about where he drags him into the back room, and then we just hang on that shot of the door closed. Ah, ah, and you know what? The Grudge did that shit too, where it hangs on a whole bunch of shots. That that is how you make an effective horror. You build tension. You don't just fucking, Blow fucking your jump load. scare everywhere or gory gory everywhere. Exactly. You can use gore effectively. Look at fucking martyrs, but like, I, I, I don't know. It it doesn't get me as much. I get you. So, uh, I wanted to ask Adrian. Sure. What games have you been playing? Uh, so I've been playing a. I've talked about it on the show before, but very briefly, because I don't know. It's something I'm not used to. It's my first. Uh, trading card game or tcg as it's popularly called oh. uh dragon ball super the card game uh whoa really yeah and since i'm such a shill for all things dragon ball like i'm super into that and fighters so i've been playing those and because it's spooky time and i finish re2 re1 i was gonna do three but then i was like fuck man uh, I don't have zero as a platinum, so I'm <laughs> trying to platinum zero, and it is fucking hard. Which honestly surprised me, because uh, like zero is often forgotten, you know, by a lot of people for good reason. Well, it, it's only because all right, zero is not a bad game. I'm going to defend zero. It well, breaks the canon because how is it that throughout zero, Rebecca be is like this tough, gruff oh, she's girl. completely different character. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And then I have an issue with the fact that we don't know ever what happened to Billy Cohen. <laughs> it's because that's all they needed that character for. And they and just kind of were like, ah, hate, we're done. Hate not having an item box and just leaving shit everywhere. And everything that is a firearm that isn't the pistol or the knife takes up two item slots. Uh, but but that adds to the fucking... And, and that's in a lot of Resident Evil games. Right, but the shotgun always took up one slot. The bazooka took up one and slot. None of, but no, that's not entirely true. Resident Evil 2, the flamethrower takes up two slots. Okay. I didn't say the flamethrower. I know, I'm trying to think. The big shotgun took two slots. No, it didn't. Yeah, when you put the attachment on, doesn't it become two? No. The C shotgun just becomes one space. Fuck. Really? In the remake, I know it does. It becomes bigger for sure. Yeah, the remake. Yeah, but the but remake just was like, oh, let's combine everything uh -huh. of every fucking game. But none of that would even be a problem to me. The major problem, be, that is a problem now because there's no item boxes. Yeah. That's the big whatever. I love being able to drop items wherever, but you still need somewhere to like drop it so that it carries with you through story. Yeah, and events. there's limits in rooms. Like you can't put anything more in this room or whatever. Right, right. There are some rooms that have that cap more than others, but it's there is still a cap. 
no matter what. Yeah. So I, I would highly suggest the the main also, foyer of the it, weapon room. It's fucking terrible for my OCD because I always organize my item boxes. No. Nah, yeah. So there's no, and you just have to run around and hope you run over to the right item. Yeah. And the only because Resident Evil Zero. That and the hookshot are the only things that I feel like really drag the game down. And yes, the character thing is weird. I fucking hate the hookshot. The hookshot is such a ridiculous thing because they never tell you that you will need this thing again. And it's like, oh, okay. And you just leave it somewhere on the train and then you have to backtrack like the whole game. Mm-hmm. But they added a magic elevator. Do you know? Do you know about the magic elevator? No. Nah. There's a magic elevator that teleports you from the water treatment facility to the the training facility, which makes no sense for an elevator to be able to do. So it's just like, okay, cool, thank you. At least they thought about it. It's there. It's there at the very least. But um, I, I'm glad to see that you're, you're playing a, a new TCG um, and getting into that because I have as well. Um, I also have been trying to get into Pokemon, which I said before, and another game that I just found out about that I'm kind of excited to show you. Adrian. Yeah. Have you ever heard of UFS? No. Okay. It is a card game called Universal Fighting System. The fuck? Universal Fighting System is a collectible card game, and it, uh, the games of UFS represent a fight between two characters in hand-to-hand combat. Characters are drawn from original properties as a well as well as bleh, original properties as well as n- a number of licensed ones, such as Mega Man, Street Fighter, King of Fighters, and Darkstalkers. That's dope. So it, apparently, it's being like really upgraded now with a whole bunch of extra properties. And I'm going to tell you one in particular that's going to probably sell you. Um, but so far, I'm really surprised I haven't heard about this. It's a Capcom, like, uh, fighting game with a whole bunch of... Or a Capcom card game, or a card game that features Capcom characters and Soul Calibur, Mortal Kombat's in there. Cowboy Bebop is in there. Like, that's- Soul Calibur 3 is in there. And this is a card game. This, this is a is- card game. That's pretty fucking dope. You there's character cards, like fighter cards that you play as cuz you pick a fighter and I pick a fighter and we play cards that are like support cards to do moves right, at right. each other. Um so you'll have a, like a character card from a show and then support booster Is it characters. just fighting games? I thought it would be from how my friend Lillincat was telling me, but no, look Cowboy Bebop is here and, and fucking uh Mega Man is here. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a whole bunch of shit that Penny Arcade is here, randomly enough. But one of them that I heard from Lil and Cat that is coming out is they're going to get the Dragon Ball license. Dope. So you'll have Dragon Ball Z characters and shit. God, they already take so much of my money. <laughs> How about a whole other new game? Fuck. <laughs> And, of course, the first thing I look at, because there's Street Fighter and Mega Man, and wherever there's Street Fighter and Mega Man, there's always the chance of Resident Evil making a quick little appearance. And no, apparently Resident Evil's not in here. Actually, yeah, man. I was kind of hoping you would tell me it would be Resi. Oh, oh, I looked. Oh, I definitely looked. It's in Teppin, but it's not in this. That's... So, I mean, it's entirely possible. They could totally throw in a Jill card at some point. If not, I'm making my own. Like, you won't stop me. I'm just going to steal another ability. Just to give you guys a little backstory here, George. George and I 
after the show, we usually play a Resident Evil deck build. Yeah. And George made his own expansion for Silent Hill. Uh, well, for yeah, for the Resident Evil deck building card game, I made this whole Silent Hill expansion with character cards, weapons, action cards, a whole you monster You still made deck. the weapons cost too much. Well, look, we're not perfect. I wanted it to be challenging. And um, it, it, there's fucking four monster decks. One yeah. for each Silent Hill. Okay, but like it takes forever to buy an axe. That's why you just use Resident Evil weapons. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, um, I just want to mention that this card game exists. And I, I hopefully we could try it online if you ever get Tabletop Simulator. All right. I'd be no. down to try. Sound like a plan? All right, cool. Um, Was that all the games you played? Yeah, that's all the games I'm playing. How about you? All righty. So I've been trying to play um, new games on this on my stream. Like I've been trying to stream as much as possible uh, and play as many horror games, like quick little spooky games that are like maybe an hour long, an hour or two. Um, and so far, the two that I played this week were Okairi and Pamali. I, I, I'm sure you're noticing a theme that these are are not horror. really yeah these are well of course they're gonna be horror games for for the October for spoopy month but like these aren't like mainstream titles or or like you know sequels or anything these are like indie games that are trying to like establish some sort of atmosphere that's unique to themselves right. so the first one if I may say is Okaidi. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I hope I'm saying that. Okaidi. Basically, um, it means welcome home, by the way, in oh. Japanese. Okay. And it's it's basically about a little girl that's coming home from school. And you play as the little girl in first person, and it has this really intense VHS filter on it. And really that, intense? Yes. Like, so it's, it's like harsh. grainy and shit? Very grainy. And it's and there's even that, you know, the 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 chroma um flare or whatever the fuck where it's like you see red green and and blue like Mm -hmm. the colors kind of like skew a little bit it does that and it's really heavy and it's really good at building that atmosphere but um in fact it actually scared me it actually made me jump one or two times but the thing is is the ending is horrible i'm gonna go ahead and spoil it because it's really not that big of a deal and the game was like two dollars on steam Oh, okay. Okay, so I wasn't. It's not exactly crazy, but that's the whole thing. You want like a fun, short experience, right? To just do for a stream. So the ending to this for Akaidi, if everyone, spoiler alert, whatever, is basically you come home from school, take a nap, there's ghostly happenings that happen in your room or, or in your house at night, and then you find out your mom hung yourself or hung herself. What the fuck? Just out of nowhere. Oh, hey. Oh, crap. Mom's dead. And then, and then. It just fades to black, and then it, you wake up in a forest, and you hang yourself. What the fuck? I don't know what the fuck it is, but for the past two weeks, I've had two, three games. Almost every game I played ends with my character hanging themselves. It is not scary. It is not funny anymore. It's just lazy to me. Like... That's it? That's how you end it? Just, okay, alright, no, the character killed themselves. The end. You know, that's it. No more detail. What, you wanted a story? Too bad. That doesn't seem satisfying at all. Not in the slightest. So that that was Okaidi. Um, You could watch it on my Bone King. You could watch actually both of these on my channel because I, I just posted them. But anyway, um, the other one was Pamali. And Pamali, Adrian, tell me if this would, would uh, work for you as a horror game. 
it's a simulator of if you were to enter an abandoned house, the things you do in that abandoned house, how it's a simulator that judges how fucked you are based on what you do the first time you enter an abandoned house. Huh. Sounds like Spencer Mansion. Mm, oh, I wish because it's a it's a very it's a much smaller house than that. But the whole thing is is that there's a ghosty there, right? And depending on what you do, activates certain things that the ghosty does. Well, that sounds interesting. It does, right? But it's all like it's it's very unclear as to what does what, and you don't know what does what until like three nights in. Is it a randomizer? I I think so. From what I played, but like the whole fucking okay, it has you clean up this house. Literally, grab a bucket and wipe the floor. The whole house. Jesus. And I sat there for a fucking hour cleaning a house in a video game to get haunted. And I didn't even get fucking haunted until I fucking what? Uh yelled at a mirror and then she started coming at me. And I'm like, well, no shit. If I clean the house, nothing happened. I don't know what I was expecting. Apparently, by the way, apparently the game, there were a whole bunch of scissors and sharp objects just lying around and me going, all right, well, the ghost is going to throw one of these at me. I'm sure at some point, let me dispose of these. I learned after the game's ending that I was supposed to leave those out for when the ghost attacks me to use as defense. <laughs> what? 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 This game grades you on how you treat this house. Tell me how that makes sense. It doesn't. That's the answer. I, um, it would other things about it. Feels it feels like you got a bone to pick with the major that developer. Bone. Major bone, man. The bone, the king of bones, you could even say. Um, but anyway, I'm just going to tell you real quick how it ended. And then that's all I'll say about this game. Um, I didn't know what else to do to get the ghost to do more shit because she did one thing and just stopped. So I decided to to hit a tree just randomly. It was an option that I had because the game is full of options that are like, oh, the ghost will be in the mirror or the ghost hair is here or something stupid. One of them was hit the tree. I hit the tree. I died. Just auto death. Just, oh, I feel tired all of a sudden. Death. Don't abuse nature. <laughs> Thank you, game. I didn't know. Thanks. There's a message of global warming in there. But it treated it like, oh, folklore says that if you harm nature, harm will come to you. Harm or just straight up die? Because that, that's different, I feel. Right? No? Yeah, there, there's a... Slight. There, there's a level of gravity here that's being missed. <laughs> I, I, That game, Pamali was such a... And it was part one, by the way, called The White Lady. That was the name mm, of it. So there's sequels. Right, right. So I... I I don't know. It was a weird experience. And those are the two games I played. Um, the next thing uh, we'd like to talk about. Uh, what are you watching? So I finished Deuce, which ended on Monday. Oh, and yes. You were very affected by it. Fucking cried and everything. I'm uh, hands down the greatest show I've ever watched in my life. He, he was posting on Fan Freaks and telling everyone, like, please, you guys, you guys don't understand. Like, it's great. No, Adrian, we get it. It's great. No. No, like, <laughs> you don't understand. This is, nobody really cares about TV anymore. Uh, that's not true. 
uh, I was really, it's just that I'm only interested in some things. Like the last thing I was interested in was fucking Twin Peaks, the return. Right. And that's it. But go on with the deuce. No, no, no. It's, it wasn't at you. It was at you, the audience. <laughs> at it, audience. Yeah. At everyone. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I finished Letterkenny, which was nice. six seasons. Uh, but they're all short seasons. Like it's fucking six, seven episodes long each season. Hmm. Uh, but Canada's weird like that. Um, Canada. I also watched, uh, am watching currently Watchmen, which is coming out on uh, Sunday nights. Oh, so you're watching the Watchmen. Yes. <laughs> You've been waiting for that fucking joke for two hours. Did now. I not foreshadow it? In the beginning of the episode, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, but you've been waiting since I told you about Watchmen. You've been waiting to do that fucking joke, huh? Is that, I'm sorry, was it not effective? No. Well, too bad. I'm watching you be salty while you're talking. But how was Watchmen? I like it. I'm just super confused by what's going on. You're talking about the show, right? Yeah. Okay, not the movie. Like, it builds on the lore. It's set in present day. It builds on the lore of the comic. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the movie. Okay. Um, ipso facto, there's even, like, this isn't a spoiler, but in the comic... Well, actually, it's a spoiler for the comic. No. But, all right, in the comic, there's a giant squid. Oh, fuck, you just ruined the squid. And you get that... You get the... the Squid babies, I guess is what they're squid calling billies? it. And they're raining on everyone because interdimensional portal stuff. I don't know. <laughs> you know, X, Y, and Z. It's all very practical. It's just, it's a really good show. I just don't know what it's trying to say yet. Hmm. Okay. However, the first two episodes started with like horrors done to African-Americans in America. Hmm. Okay. Well, as long as it's done well, I'm sure it'll be really cool. Yeah. So far, it's done really well. Nice. And um, it's given us another uh, uh, positive female black superhero, which we need desperately more of. Yeah. You know who was always my favorite female black superhero, and she never—I I haven't seen her in anything else really. Um, she's the the B superhero in Teen Titans. Bumblebee. She was she was great. She showed up in a few episodes, if I recall. Yeah, she's a C or D list. Okay, I'm just trying to think. Like, this is, it always surprises me that I'll be like, oh, there's got to be a ton, and then I'm like, wait, I can't think of a lot. No, there like, isn't. Shit, there okay, isn't that maybe many. Maybe there should be then. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like five, six years ago, we just got a Muslim girl to be a superhero. And you'd think, like, with how many superheroes there have been, like, you have, your your job is to make a character, right? Right. Wouldn't you want to use all the different variables you can? Yeah. Doesn't that make sense? Just to, like, leave race out of it for a second. Like, common sense race stuff. Wouldn't you want, as a writer, to vary up your writing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to add some depth, wouldn't that be beneficial to you? No? Or ch- a challenge. Like, give you a challenge. Dude, half of the most interesting shit happens when the creator's like, I just wanted to try it. You know? And then it happens. 
Either way, that I'm gonna get down from my soapbox, but just it was just like I don't know, weird. Just thought, just think about it. Um, was there anything else that you saw, TV or movie wise? Uh, no, not really. Well, yeah. the, I mean Titans, but I'm not completely up to date on it. Oh, I'm man. missing uh, last week's episode. Okay, well, you'll have to let me know how edgy Titan got next time. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty shit, but um, I have only one movie that I, I want to talk about. Okay, because I only saw one movie this week. And it was Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh my god, such an underrated classic. Alright, so, how do you feel about that movie set then? Because, like... I like it, it's fun. It was definitely fun. It was definitely a fun movie, especially with a group of friends where you're just fucking with it, like, just making fun of it. It is a fun movie, not scary in the least. No. I don't think everyone, anyone ever thought it was going to be. It's called Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, Isn't that the fun. one where, yeah, it's the one where he's walking down Times Square and he kicks a music box. Yeah, That's... and then the, the punk rockers or whatever are like, hey man, and he just takes off his mask and they're like, okay, never mind. Yeah. But but no, the weird thing about that movie though is that that whole thing, like when he gets to the city at the like midway point of act three. Yeah. Most of the movie takes place on a, a place on a boat. Yeah. And it's like, that's the majority of the film. Most of the characters die on the boat. Which I don't understand how he got from Crystal Lake, which is a lake, which is... It's very oh. simple. They explained it. He got caught up on an anchor. Okay. And, and then, actually, no. There was an electric, like, pipe underwater mm -hmm. and the anchor hit the pipe and shocked him to life he crawled on the boat the boat took him to sea and then he followed a lake is surrounded by land there's no way it connects to an ocean maybe it was like the dock near crystal lake I, you know what they say like the boat the boat is on the water of crystal lake i don't know you know what I, i'm not gonna pretend that i can the, make some the sense. very definition of what lake. i <laughs> What, what? Is a body of water surrounded by land. Well, you know what? Maybe it was the Flying Dutchman. And it could fly. I, I'm going to head out. All right. Jason <laughs> X isn't yet. Hold on. So one thing I wanted to mention is that when they finally do get to Manhattan, the movie really feels like um, a slasher version of... Uh, Keystone Cops? No. What? No. Um, God. Snake Plissken. Um, Escape, Escape from, New, from York. New York. Yes. Escape from New York. Like that level of um, like tension, this surreal world, uh, surreal underbelly of New York, like an, an over extremely gross. New York is not exactly the cleanest of places, but like it overemphasizes it and creates creates this almost like surreal land of like weird, freaky shit going on. Right. You know what I mean? I'm having trouble describing it exactly, but. It, it it establishes like this place is not normal. Like it's very uh, estranging. Is that a proper word? See, I don't remember how it ends. Which how does one? it end? Uh, Jason takes Manhattan, which is Jason <laughs> eight, right or nine? I think it's no, six. it's eight. No, I think it's six or seven, isn't it? Yeah, because Jason goes to hell is the one right before X. Right. Fuck. What and we're... that's that's in space. That's Jason in space. But, Jason um, X is in space. Jason so yeah, no, goes to hell. He, he he's still in. It's it's probably eight. But I I had it. I just I forget the number right now. But but it doesn't matter about that. What I want to know is how it ends. Yeah. 
Jason dies, right? Or whatever. Uh, it is eight. Yes, I was right. Okay. Anyway, um, the way it ends is that, oh, spoiler, if anyone would like to see this film, uh, this is your chance. You should. No, you should. It's pretty fun. Um, you don't remember? He, he gets drowned out in the poop water. A fucking sewer? Yeah. By literal poop fumes. Yeah, but he's a water type. He dies by fart gas. He's a water type, though. Right, but he it's poison damage. Ah. So it's not just... And the thing is, the water like is flowing between his hands and shit. And I'm like, just imagine a giant log of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do it? Why would you end the movie here? It's just... I don't understand. It makes New York into this fictional horror wonderland. Like Alice in Wonderland, but like gross punk. Does that make sense? Is that a word? Is that like a thing? Gross punk? I feel like I'm going to have to look that up. I'm pretty sure it has to be like a gross because like it's like steampunk, but instead it's focused on things that are like I just industrial found out gross. dark wave exists like radioactive snot shit. Someone dies by putting put into like a drum of gross water. That's a death in this movie. Anyway, so uh, that's all I saw. Um, I think that's everything we got. Um, honestly, I think this is a pretty solid episode. I agree. I mean, hopefully everyone has like a safe Halloween, you know, and everyone has a nice costume. We'd love to hear about the costumes you have over on the Fan Freaks bot or bleh, the Fan Freaks Facebook group. Um, you get ch- chat with us, Bone King TV or Adrian. What's uh, your Twitter handle again, man? Uh, Adrian Doodliness. Okay. Awesome. It'll be on the thing below. I'm like, how the hell do I spell that? Anyway, it'll be on the description below. So I hope you guys have a good night. And uh, oh, what is that? What is Adrian? Adrian, what's wrong? I have been released. Oh, what the fuck? Oh my god. Why are you floating? Oh, can you please put my things down? Please put my things down. I understand that you are scared of BBs. BBs, no! No! I am here to give you some BBs.